yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Shining star 
Good evening and Merry Christmas Eve. Welcome to Hollywood United Methodist Church. My name is Kevin McCluskey and I'm the Director of Children and Youth Ministry. And I am April Olt, Coordinator of Children's Ministries. And it is a blessing and wonderful to have you all here with us tonight. It is so wonderful. A year ago, I think I was on my couch in front of my TV yeah. trying to uh, really get into the spirit. So it's really nice to be all back together today. This is our time where we get to invite the children to come down to the steps and spend a little time with us before they go back to their seats. So if you're a young person or young at heart, young if you're heart, any of the children, come counts. on down. Yes, thank you. Some of my regulars, <laughs> we'd love to see you. All the children I know, come you're down. looking forward to this. I thank can tell. Thank you. I see them coming out of the aisles. <laughs> it was so great. Please, thank you, Caroline. I need Yay, you here. Yay, come there on down. Go. Thank you, Mateo and Camila. Oh, my goodness. These dresses. Thank you. Come on in. Have a sparkle. seat. Anywhere on the steps. Just There's take a seat. There's sparkle everywhere. It was so fun for Miss April and I to be at the front watching all the children come in Yay. and their parents too, but mostly the children and the, and the babies. Glow sticks. All right, all right, come on down. So we are going to play a little game today. Who's ever played Mad Libs? Has anyone? Oh, good, you played go. Mad Libs. Phew! I was on, hoping I was not going to have to explain all the rules. So who knows what a noun is? Mateo, you know, can you tell me what's a noun? It's a person, place, or thing. That's exactly right. It is a person, place, or thing. Can you please come every Sunday to help me? That would be great. <laughs> so a person, a place, or a thing. So I need the name. I need a noun. Can someone give me a noun? A person, a place, or a thing? Yes. I love when hands go up, but our minds are like, well, I'm not sure, but our yeah. hand is ready, but our mind, that's fine. So it's think about it. You got it? No, not yet. Okay. I need a person, a place, or a thing. Who else had their hand up? Yeah? Okay. Mateo, go ahead. Um, uh, lamb. Oh, oh. Say it again. Lamb. 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 Perfect. Great. All right. So I need the name of a city. Raise your hand. Any city. Let me hear. Back up here, Caroline. What's the name of a city? Any city. Any city. Do you have a city? World. What's a city? New York New City. York oh, this City. is going to be good. One Can you write favorites. that down for me? Okay. Now I need another person, place, or thing. Anybody? What's something you're hoping to get for Christmas? How is that an easier question? That might be easier. Yeah. Uh, a kitchen. A kitchen. Wow. Good job, parents. That's pretty awesome. All right. A kitchen. So a kitchen. I need a female name. Yes. Right in the Uh, any female name? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It can be a reindeer name. <laughs> any well, what's your name? Any name, yeah. What's your name? Penelope. All Penel right. Perfect. Penelope it is. Perfect. <laughs> so going right off that, now I need what is like traditionally a boy's name. Not that we care about gender, but a boy's name. If there's like a traditional boy's name, yes, Caroline. John. John. That is a good one, John. <laughs> All right, now we're going to go back to that noun. I need another noun, another person, place, or thing. Another person, place, or thing. Anybody got one? You got another one? A cross. A cross. Wow, very good. Okay. Now I need a... Now, a length of time, a length, so anything from like a second to like 
a bazillion years. Somewhere in there, I just need a Somewhere length of a time. I'm going to give somebody else a chance. But anybody else have a length of time? Two years. Two years. That is perfectly specific. Thank you. All right, so now I need a verb. So a noun is a person, place, or thing. A verb is an action. It's something you can do. So let me hear a verb. Do you have a verb? Let me hear it. Running? Running, perfect. Oh, I love All right, that. my last one. Again, person, place, or thing, but a lot of them. Something that has a lot of them, yes. Uh, a lot of feathers. Feathers, I love it. The feathers is good. Feathers, do you have any more? No, I'm good. Okay. All right. This is gonna be fun. All right. Okay, shall we, uh, shall we tell you the Christmas story? Do y'all wanna hear the Christmas story? Yeah, okay. All right, I will start it off. Once upon two years ago. In the town of New York City. A very special event happened. A lamp named Joseph. And his wife named Penelope. Were about to have a kitchen. And this would be a special cross. Because feathers had been running. <laughs> both of them, and they, and both of them, and told them that this baby would be the son of God. And they were to name him John. Wait a minute. Uh, Miss that April, that's not right. the Christmas story. That doesn't sound right. No. Does that sound like that the Christmas not, story? Does to that you? sound like the yeah? We are here to celebrate the. We kind of we made it up, it didn't up. we? We didn't. But do you know that that we we all made it up? It wasn't yeah, just our together. fault. I think it was actually more your fault. <laughs> we are here for over two thousand years. We've been telling the same story: years. the story of Jesus being born. And today we are celebrating Jesus' birthday. You know, I know uh, we sang, yes, 2000. A long time. Yeah, a long time ago. And, and we started today waking up uh, singing a birthday celebration. And that's why we are all here today to celebrate this gift of hope, this gift of life, and this gift of young people, of children here today. And it's such a blessing to have you all here with us. Normally, after this time, we would run off and go to our children's church, which you all would have a lot of fun in if you're not normally there. But today, we're going to stay with our families. We want to be all together in the same room. So first, Ms. April is going to pray for us, and then you're going to go back to your seats, okay? All right. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Dearest Lord, thank you for the blessing of Jesus Christ, your son, who came here, that we celebrate the birth, the birth of hope, the birth of the young people here today, those of us who are young at heart, and the love that that gift gave to us and to the world. And all God's children said, Amen. All right, as you young people are returning back to your families, this is the moment where we stand up and we have the tradition of passing of the peace. So we are, of course, in tradition, going to do this socially distanced in a way. So if you want to wave, uh, shout out uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas to those around you, this is the point right now where we stand up and give one another a greeting.
evening. I'm going to invite you to join me in a responsive prayer. You will see the words for the refrain on the wall above, and I invite you now to center yourself as we enter into prayer on this holy night. Let us pray. Gracious and holy God, on this night, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, light of the world, who dwells among us full of grace and truth. We pray for public officials and leaders. Give them wisdom in decisions and courage to work for peace in our communities. Shine upon them and give them peace. We pray for all who work and watch this night, taking care of us and protecting us, both here at home and across the world. Shine upon them and give them peace. We pray for family and friends, for those with us and those far away, for those traveling and for those who need your guidance, and for those in our memories. Shine upon them and give them peace. We pray for those who suffer, the sick and the dying, the cold, the lonely and grieving, the hungry and thirsty, and those who suffer with addiction. Shine upon them and give them peace. We pray for those who live in danger and that all be restored and renewed. Shine upon them and give them peace. We pray that through Jesus Christ, your glory will lighten every darkness and your peace will fill all. Amen. Now I invite you to enter into a time of silent prayer. On this holiest of night, dear God, we are grateful that in the deep of the night, you hear the prayers that are made in darkness. The ones that we cannot say aloud but linger on our hearts, that we long to share with you. We thank you for knowing us and loving us and receiving these prayers. And we lift them to you now so that they may be known. Dear God, we remember Mary and Joseph and their journey. And we pray that you will give us an equal strength to bear witness to the gift they so willingly shared with the world. We, your Christmas people, we, your Easter people. God, we know that you are with us, watching us, waiting, joining in our joy and sharing in our sorrows and our burdens. And for this, we are so grateful. You are both the heavenly parent and the Emmanuel. Thank you for choosing us 
for never leaving us and for being born to walk amongst us. God, open our hearts to the magic and mystery of the infant child who will deliver us from what is broken and bring us into healing. This evening we pray for a world reborn, peace that we've never known, and a day where you and us and all of us are ready and able to receive and know your unending and abundant love. We confess that we are humbled by this Christmas miracle and we offer ourselves to you now in service. We are imperfect, but God, we are hopeful. Please make us ready to greet this Jesus born tonight, each day that comes. Remind us of the power and mystery of this moment. May it sustain us in our walk of faith. May we be ready and willing to be of service to this Prince of Peace, the light of the world. God, may we be his hands and feet in the world, seeking justice, sharing joy, speaking truth to power, loving all and inviting all home into your family. Pour out your Holy Spirit over us. Guide us and bless our ministries as we seek to serve in the name of the one who taught us all to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
people. Welcome to Christmas Eve service at the Hollywood United Methodist Church in the heart of Hollywood. We are blessed this evening. We are blessed to once again be back in this majestic, beautiful, historic sanctuary as we await and anticipate the birth of the Christ child. We also welcome those of you joining us all around the world this evening via Facebook and YouTube. Glory to God in the highest heaven tonight and on earth, peace among those whom God favors. As a friendly reminder, we will not gather in person for worship this Sunday, December 26th on either of our campuses. We won't gather here at the Hollywood campus or across the hill at Harmony Toluca Lake. Both campuses will worship online this Sunday. Locate the details for this Sunday's worship at www.hollywoodumc.org. Both campuses will be back for in-person worship to celebrate the new year on Sunday, January the 2nd. We are blessed. We are blessed this evening to be present together in this space, but we are still emerging from a global pandemic. And because we are emerging from a global pandemic, we know that this is a candlelight service. We, this is a candlelight service, but because of COVID, uh, we are using glow sticks this evening and not candles. Matthew 1:23 says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and will bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is interpreted God with us. God with us. Wherever you find yourself on this Christmas Eve, wherever you find yourself, God is with you. And you are welcome in this space, and you are welcome in our virtual reality. As we await the birth of the baby, we look forward to an inspirational message from our senior pastor, Reverend Kathy Cooper Ledesma, as she inspires us with love is born. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Friends, this is one of my absolute favorite times of the service. I grew up in the black church and in the South, and it is offering time. On this Christmas Eve, I'm excited. We are awaiting the birth of the greatest gift of all in the form of a baby named Jesus. 2 Corinthians 9, 7 says, Each of you must give as you have made up your mind, not reluctantly, or under compulsion, 
for God loves a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. Everything that we have belongs to God. Our lives, our jobs, our families, our finances, our talents, our time, it all belongs to God. Right now, we have an opportunity to give back to God what already belongs to God. Even during a global pandemic, we are blessed. We are blessed. As we cheerfully give this evening, there are several ways to give. You can log on to our website, www.hollywoodumc.org. You can scan the QR code. And for those of us gathered in this space, tonight there are, there are baskets in the narthex in the foyer where you can place your offering as well. We are United Methodists. And as we cheerfully give tonight, we not only support mission and ministry in the greater Los Angeles area, but all around the world. We get to be God's hands and feet to bring hope and to bring healing. Each of you must give as you have made up your mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver.
The people who have walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish it and uphold it with justice and righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And so all went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in that region there were shepherds in the fields keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for you see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven 
and on earth, peace among those whom God favors. Words of God, words of life. Thanks be to God. We're so glad for all of you who are joining us online today, but what a joy it is to be back in the sanctuary for Christmas Eve, amen? And because we're in Los Angeles, I especially want to thank you for braving the rain and the sleet and the snow to get here this weekend. <laughs> but you all, you look beautiful. As I told the congregation last Sunday, think back to what we all were doing last Christmas Eve. For me, I had pre-taped the sermon with my little ring light and my iPhone with my late husband's rescue dog by my side sitting in front of my Christmas tree, which I had decorated only enough for the camera angle. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? I'm not. But it's been a year, hasn't it? Last Christmas, we didn't gather as families or as a community of faith because there was no vaccine. We stayed home. And when we needed to go out, we stayed socially distanced and masked up to keep one another safe. Then the vaccines became available, and there was about an hour-long window in June when we all felt we could do, get back to normal, right? And then came the Delta variant. Enough became known about the virus that schools could reopen this fall, and a booster was recommended for all and required now to be fully vaccinated. We returned to in-person worship on September 26th here in this sanctuary and in our campus in Toluca Lake even while we remain online and will in perpetuity. But now the Omicron variant portends further challenges and worries in the weeks ahead, which is exactly one reason, as Dr. High told you, why we have glow sticks instead of candles this year. As I look back on the past 22 months of sermons that I've done, our need for hope in the midst of it all has been a primary theme. Finding hope in uncertain times began the post-Easter time in 2020. 50 days of hope this past Eastertide and just this past December, hope is born. Because hope is born tonight, Emmanuel, God with us, the Christ child is born to give us hope. So hear the good news of this holy night. Some of us are here and some of us are online, but through technology, we are able to virtually be with one another. Our hearts join together to celebrate God's new, good news for you and for me and for all the world. The good news that is born this night in the city of Bethlehem, a Savior, Christ the Lord. And here's more good news. Jesus, the Christ child, was not born majestically into wealth or finery or power. Jesus, the Son of God, was not born to affirm a status quo, but rather to dramatically transform us and our lives and our priorities. Jesus is born this night so that we will experience the power of Emmanuel, of God living among us, of God with us of God loving us so powerfully and so fully that God chose to be born not in a palace in the city, but in the middle of nowhere, under the harshest of circumstances to a poor immigrant teenager 
and her confused, frightened fiance on their long mandated journey to be counted in the Roman census. And tonight we rejoice because we know not only the baby Jesus, but we also know the adult that he grows up to be. The Jesus who teaches us how to live and love God and one another. A radical life-changing Christ. The child born this night will grow up to be the Messiah who will walk on water, heal people of their diseases and cast out demons, who will insist that the last will be first and the first will be last, who will teach that peacemakers and the pure in spirit are blessed, who will party at a wedding and turn water into wine when it runs out, who calls us to a new way of living, one in which we love our enemies and we pray for those who persecute us. What a novel idea in 2021. This Jesus will constantly challenge the political and religious authorities over issues of justice and righteousness. This adult Jesus who loves us all without exception, so much that he endured death on a cross so that we might know that in the words of the great Frederick Buechner, Suffering and death do not have the last words. Only love does. This is the Christ child that is born this night. The hope and the light of the world that the darkness can never, ever overcome. Amen? Amen. Madeline Lingle, the great author who wrote the children's classic Wrinkle in Time, was also a prolific writer and poet of Christian material. So I'd like for you to hear one of her poems, Into the Darkest Hour, read by Ruth Williamson. It was a time like this, war and tumult of war, a horror in the air. Hungry yawned the abyss, and yet there came the star and the child most wonderfully there. It was a time like this, of fear and lust for power, license and greed and blight, and yet the prince of bliss came into the darkest hour in quiet and silent light. And in a time like this, how celebrate his birth when all things fall apart? Ah, ah, wonderful it is. With no room on the earth, the stable is our heart. With no room on the earth, the stable is our heart. So, so think with me, what might it mean for the world if our hearts fully embraced the values of this newborn king? What if we just couldn't get enough of Christ's love and compassion, empathy, moral clarity, justice, peace, mercy, and grace? What if our constant priority became embodying those values of the Christ child so that all God's children would be safe and loved and treasured? How might we believe and think and act differently if loving God and loving our neighbor were the prism through which we viewed every single part of our lives? 
Well, our worship and arts team here at Hollywood pondered those questions. And in response, here's a modern day nativity. I'm sorry, Mary. Everything's booked. So what are we gonna do? They got luggage. There's no rooms in this town. Hey, uh, you guys look pretty tired. Do you need a place to stay? Yes, yes! Thank you, thank you so much! Are we gonna have sleepovers? Do you want visitors? You yeah, good girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not much, but you can stay with us. Gosh, that's really nice of you, but I... Mary? <gasps> we'll take it. Let's call 911. Yeah. All right. You did well, miss. An easy birth. But please read the aftercare instructions we gave you. And don't hesitate to call 911 again. Thank you for your wisdom. Hi, we're from the Neighborhood Watch. We saw the light on the ambulance. What's going on here? A child is born. You'll notice that at the conclusion of the video, it doesn't say the end, but it says the beginning. That's because as hope is born tonight, the reality of Christmas begins. And by reality of Christmas, I don't mean the presents you still have to wrap tonight, or maybe even go buy, or the toys that need to be assembled. The reality of Christmas is that the birth of the Christ child offers us a new beginning. The birth offers us a fresh start re to reflect the light of Christ in this world, to have compassion and love for others so that the kingdom of God, the beloved community of Emmanuel, is created. And our world needs the light of Christ today more than ever. There's a darkness at our world today, a collective darkness that prefers earthly powers and principalities over the Prince of Peace. It's a darkness that rejects concern for the common good and instead champions the freedom of the individual. It's a darkness that calls for dehumanizing instead of welcoming the stranger in our midst. It's a darkness that casts aside truth if it doesn't fit a narrative, 
a darkness that rejects integrity and morality and ethics as important and necessary for a civil society. With a nod to Joan Didion, it's a darkness that comes from magical thinking. It's a darkness that craves chaos and division and bids us, bids us deem those with whom we disagree not just unworthy, but evil. It's a darkness that exalts the worst of humanity, systemic racism, misogyny, and oppression for political gain and power. So it's important to hear the good news of Christmas. God's promise of Emmanuel, of God with us, comes to us so that we can embrace and embody what the prophet Isaiah foretold. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. God's amazing and unconditional love and life incarnated in the Christ child is born. Hear the good news that hope is born this night. And it's a new beginning for us all. Because when hope is born, by definition, we are changed. Retired Bishop Will Williman tells a story about a cold Christmas Eve when he was a local church pastor many years ago. He was rushing his family to get to church. They were running late. And of course, the five-year-old on the way had to get car sick. And he thought, huh, if people only knew what pastors had to go through. So he went into the church and left his wife to care for the eight-year-old and the five-year-old, cleaning up. They got into the church. He got, threw on his robe. They had the processional. They got through the sermon. And then it came time for communion. Bishop Williman's wife and daughter were sitting in the back, but the eight-year-old had gone up to join the grandparents in the front row. He celebrated communion, as was the tradition in that particular church. And an interesting thing happened. The eight-year-old went back for seconds, or so they thought. But it wasn't for seconds. He went back and got a second helping, and then he went to see his sister in the back. And giving her the bread, he said to her, this is the body of Christ given for you. And the little five-year-old who'd been car sick and felt bad about upsetting Christmas for everyone took that piece of bread and ate it and said, Amen. And then the eight-year-old left her alone and went back to his grandparents. But what we adults quibble over is so very obvious to an eight-year-old. It's Christmas. We are all invited to share the hope that the babe of Bethlehem came to bring. No one, no one is left out or excluded. It doesn't matter if you're a carsick five-year-old or a 40-year-old who hasn't been in church in decades. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, if you're gay, straight, or trans. Jesus is born this night because of God's great love for each of us and for all of us. There is no one, absolutely no one, who falls outside the circle of God's inclusive love and hope made incarnate in Jesus Christ. Tonight is just the beginning. Because hope is born when we allow God's love and compassion to be the plumb line by which we live. One example of which is getting vaccinated because we care enough to keep others safe. Hope is born when we speak out against injustices of all kinds, but especially the other pandemic we've been experiencing the past two years, that of systemic racism. 
So whether it be naming an offensive comment by a coworker or a family member, or raising your voice for racial justice in voting rights, or accuracy in historical teaching in our schools, or in far too many other places to name in the public arena, hope is born not when we remain silent and complicit, but when we act. Hope is born when we value women and their autonomy over their lives and their bodies, and we choose to stand against those forces that would, that would deny their long-protected rights. Hope is born when the... <coughs> Hope is born when the church proclaims that no matter who you are or whom you love, all are welcome in this place. The United Methodist denomination is at, uh, on the precipice of schism over human sexuality, in ordination practices, and in marriage equality. Because of COVID, we haven't been able to gather as a global conference. And I don't know why this. It's because I was singing too much earlier. But I'm almost done. We know there'll be a future iteration of the, United, of the church, general church. We don't know what it'll be, but so here's what I know. For us here at Hollywood, nothing's changing. Everyone is welcome into the membership and leadership of this community of faith. We will continue to preach as we have for decades that who you are doesn't matter. God loves you just as you are. And each of us is created in God's good image, amen? If you're a member of this church and you want to get married to someone of the opposite gender or the same gender, call me. We'll make it happen. The red ribbons on our tower now are in their 28th year will proclaim to all that we continue to be a beacon of hope and love in the heart of Hollywood, feeding the hungry, housing the homeless, and working for justice for all God's people. Because a child is born tonight, bringing us hope. Let us go forward this night with the stable in our heart so that love can truly transform the world. Amen.
a, a glow stick. Uh, please raise your hand, and Rans, our lead usher for today, is going to come down, and he can pass you one. So just raise your hand if you did not get a glow stick. He'll come to the front and then make his way back. They are red and green no matter what they look like. Go forth this night, keeping God's love in your heart, remembering that hope is born because God is love. Go forth in peace to serve and love the world. Amen. <laughs>